All right. What's happening, Ward Wrestling Live? Here we are, the uh, hour at 2 o'clock, and I've got a uh, another amazing wrestler and wrestling coach in our country. Uh, he was a Blair Academy prep alum. He was a three-time prep champ, three-time Fargo champ, under-23 national champ, UWW junior national champ. Uh, he wrestled at the University of Minnesota, finished up his career at Rutgers, uh, three times he made the round of 12, second at Midlands, U.S. Open All-American, trial qualifier, fifth at World Trials, and uh, now he's coaching up at a, a big club called the Rhino Club out in New Jersey, and uh, he is for hire for clinics, so if you want him to come in and do a clinic for you or anything, uh, you can hit him up on, on Facebook and uh, whatever other platforms he's on, he'll tell you. He also does an amazing... Uh, podcast with zoom calls where he's uh, teaching wrestling moves and hitting the mat so uh, look him up he'll talk about that he'll post some links but hey uh mario mason thank you so much for coming on man i, I really appreciate it i'm absolutely honored to have you uh, how are you sir i'm doing well i appreciate you having me on too i've been been looking forward to it like we kind of talked about it's just it's just cool to see other people that want to get involved in the wrestling community you said as a fan me as a coach and an athlete before and it it's just cool to connect with people and and just see what they're thinking and you can learn anything from you can learn things from anybody yeah man it's it's been uh it's been very cool for me as a parent um i've gotten to learn some stuff i went on to like people tell me hey you should go into nfhs and and go through like the refing course for free just to learn some knowledge right or or get on to to uh u.s USA wrestling and, and go through some classes there just to kind of get some knowledge. So it's been fun learning how to do that. It's going to make me a better parent when I get back into the wrestling room. Also, you know, learning from you guys. So it's just, it's been a blessing for me. And I, and I hope that if, if I've changed one person's life by having this show on and, and letting them hear uh, from everybody in the community, then, then I'm doing my job. So it's good. But uh, I know we talked a little bit uh, before we jumped on uh, I know you're up in Jersey, which that tri-state area. First of all, it's been the hotbed for this whole COVID thing. And hopefully uh, we're coming to the other side of this, but also not just a hotbed for that, but that tri-state area is is wrestling nation. So uh, talk about uh, kind of what you're doing. And, and I know you said the rooms are starting to open up a little bit and just talk about tri-state wrestling, man. I know you guys kick ass up there. So why is it so great? Yeah, I, I mean... PA, New Jersey, New York has been, I guess, like a kind of third kind of picking up. And then we also have Ohio as well. So, you know, we have we have a lot of good wrestling. We always have. Even as a kid, Jersey was always kind of second to PA. So I always used to go and wrestle in PA. It's a little bit different landscape now these days, though, with all the dual tournaments all over the place and the way everything's set up. You know, I used to just go and wrestle small tournaments all over Pennsylvania. You know, and it was it was way different. And you know, I had to wrestle a couple of tournaments to get as many matches as you can in a weekend or a couple of days with all the stuff going on now. Um, but like you said, Jersey and is a great wrestling area. PA is a great wrestling area. Um, Delaware, uh, not so much. <laughs> but <laughs> but New York, New York is is actually doing well, and it's just the toughest place to be. The East Coast, tough wrestling area, fun wrestling area especially when we start getting to the colleges, you know, you got Penn state locally, you got Rutgers now locally, you got Princeton now locally who are, 
who are all everybody is is getting a lot better. Obviously, Cornell a little bit up north into into New York, and there's obviously a bunch of other Pennsylvania schools and and stuff that that you can just find great college wrestling and Lehigh up in Pennsylvania where I trained and just finished up my career uh, as a RTC athlete and a regional training center athlete. And yeah, it's, it's been good. The wrestling's good. The coaching, you can find great coaches and the area right now, we were talking a little bit about COVID, but it's kind of hard not to, but things are starting to open up a little bit, not so much in New Jersey, a little more in Pennsylvania where it's a little more open and, uh, I'd say just not as congested as a, as a Jersey or obviously a New York and New York city. Oh, well, that's awesome. I, I know you've been, um, uh, during this off season, I know you've been doing some podcasting. So, um, tell us about your podcast and, and tell us, uh, uh why, why the youth and everybody out there right now should, should watch those videos and, and, and what it'll help them with while being home. Absolutely. So our podcast started actually by, zoom calls so i was doing a lot of zoom calls with some athletes doing some zoom workouts and stuff at home and then you know all of a sudden i just had an idea i was like you know what i should start watching wrestling with the athletes and uh, that's actually where our podcast already gets named so we call it the shot doctor radio because that's my nickname the shot doctor and uh then we called the podcast wrestlers watching wrestling so it and like i said it started from I was watching with one of my, my youth guys. He's going to be a, a second year, eighth grader this year. He's, he's staying back. Uh, we're pretty sure. And um, he's really talented, really tough kid. And, and we just had been watching for a couple of weeks. We were watching some really, really good guys. I like to watch a lot of international wrestling. I don't know if you know names. I'm not sure how much freestyle uh, wrestling you watch, but just some of the best guys in the world. And to me, that's a lot of fun to, to show guys because not a lot of people do watch international wrestling. You know, Flo does a great job of covering a lot of the domestic stuff and, you know, all those big name guys. But there's so much good wrestling all over the world. And that's kind of what started happening. So I just had an idea. I was like, you know what? I know a lot of guys in the wrestling community. I grew up wrestling with a lot of the guys who are big names. And, you know, there, a lot of them are my friends, you know, not just people I wrestled against and not just, you know, people you see all your whole life, but actually friends with a bunch of them. And I started reaching out and be like, Hey, would you want to jump on with, with me and, and just kind of see how it went. And we kind of started picking a match or two for those guys. And then I would pick a match to kind of watch. And basically what we're doing is analyzing film and we're analyzing their matches. So like, Hey, you jumped on with me. You want to watch this match and that match. All right. We're going to watch those. And sometimes guys pick losses, sometimes they pick wins. And we just kind of go through the breakdowns and, and what they're thinking in scenarios and how they react in certain scenarios. And, and really, really good for young athletes and older athletes too, but the young athletes who a lot of times I don't think watch a ton of wrestling. You know, if you're a football player, if you're a youth football player until you're an old guy, you watch football if it's on. You know, you watch baseball if it's on. When you play hockey, you watch hockey. A lot of it was hard to have access to wrestling when I was growing up. Now there's so much access that, you know, you should be watching. And but the other thing is, it's kind of a taught skill. You have to learn how to break down film. You have to know what you're looking for. And like you were talking about uh, maybe taking some ref courses and to get more knowledge of the sport. You know, for an athlete, you need to watch wrestling and high level guys, not just 
you know, your guy who did pretty good on your high school team. You know, you need to watch the best guys in the world to see what what's happening, what's trending and, and all these kinds of things. And, and that's how our podcast started. And that's why I think it's great for everybody to listen to. Um, and, and hopefully I have some big news coming up with it in, in a couple of weeks. But uh, but it's been good. We've had a lot of guys on it. We had, you know, Joe, Jordan Oliver. We've had we're supposed to have Frank Molinaro. Uh, we've had Joey McKenna, Darian Cruz, so a couple national champ, national uh, second, second in the nationals, and then we had uh, Jordan Oliver, a couple time NCAA champ. We had Vic- Victoria Anthony, a women's uh, freestyle national champ. She was on the world team for the women's, and we've had a couple more too. Shane Griffith, who is a couple time state champ from New Jersey, he's at Stanford, having a, a great redshirt season. And uh, we had a couple more guys lined up, but we kind of paused because we're taking some other steps in another direction to keep it going. But, you know, those, that's kind of the big news that maybe we'll, we'll, we'll share later, maybe not, but uh, it's, it's, it's moving in the right direction. And it's just so much fun. Like, I'm sure you just have fun talking with people. I have fun just jumping on with you with, with we talked about the wrestling mindset guys and just, just kind of shooting it, you know, just talking. And it's a lot of fun. I really enjoy it. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a, definitely a blessing for me. So, but correct me if I'm wrong. So, if I if there's a kid in high school, like for example, my son, and uh, I I use a YouTube account to store all his matches from like day one, and uh, he wants to have somebody at your level break it down. He could reach out to you, say, "Hey, can you break down my film with me?" And he can come on. They, they put a match on and you and whoever you have with you will break it down with him and, and tell him basically, hey, uh, this is what you got to work on. This is what you need there. This is what you should have done. Kind of just like you were in a room with him as a coach, right? Yeah. So the podcast originated with actually doing that with the high level wrestlers. So we're actually breaking down their film. But I also had that same idea where I was maybe going to bring on some of my young athletes as well. So it's funny that you brought that up because I thought that would have been a really cool idea to bring on some of my young guys. And, you know, maybe we have we have on a Jordan Oliver. We have we have on a Victoria Anthony or we have you know, we have some of these guys that are that are coming on. We had a couple MMA fighters and Tyrell Fortune. And I don't know if you know Ed Ruth from Penn State, who is, a you know, one of the best college wrestlers ever, you know, so. It, we, we could do a little bit of both. And, and I've actually, I started a virtual program where I was having some young guys and these were kids from Jersey and New York. And they were sending me about 10 videos and I was actually watching them on my own. And then I was giving them a summary and a breakdown of all the things I thought they could work moving forward. And then we were even doing like a spreadsheet of all their takedowns, all their, you know, they got to a leg and, and kind of really analyzing it even further with numbers and, and stuff like that, which, which some people like, some people didn't, but it was just the idea of kind of trying to be a little bit more cerebral and, and you know, and, and using your mind and, and learning a little bit differently when we were in some crazy, a little bit crazier time as, as COVID started to break out and couldn't get in the rooms. Yeah, that's, um, that's awesome. And I, and I think that's good for kids because, you know, they have their coaches and, and they have, you know, their club guys, but it's always good to, to have somebody that can, I could do that for him. You could almost, you know, you could set up 10, 15 minute sessions and people, kids yeah. can jump on with you guys. That's, um, that's really cool. I have a question uh, before I ask you, I, I got a, <clears throat> a coach out in the Northwest um, 
sent me a question to ask you, but um, what is the difference between competing at the at the prep national level to the state level? So to be, it's, it's not a whole lot different. The preps, it's just the prep schools. So I would say, generally speaking, the New Jersey states or the Pennsylvania states, the regular state tournaments are going to be tougher than the prep nationals. But you're still going to have, if you're, you know, you're an upper echelon guy in the, in the preps or you're still going to have a, 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 a good quarterfinal match. You're still going to have a tough semifinal match. You're still going to have, you know, same thing, a pretty good finals match, but it's definitely not at the caliber of the normal state tournament. And, and I'm sure it varies between weights. I'm sure there's some really good guys and, and, and all that stuff kind of is, is variables, but as a whole, I'd say the state tournaments are definitely a notch above the prep nationals as far as competition wise. And what's the benefit of, of being at the prep school for, as far as getting, getting seen? So the, I mean, the benefit of a prep school, I went to Blair. So that was basically the best, the best of the best at that time. And it's still, they still are, you know, number one, number two in the country. And um, you're wrestling with the best guys in the country too. So you got to remember, you, you go to a regular high school room and if you're the best guy, it's going to be really difficult for you to jump levels quickly. I mean, you could still do it. There's still your ability to do it. I'm not taking that away from people because I still see guys at the regular programs do great things and move on to do great things. So it's, it's a lot of times it, it has to do with the individual, but in being in a room like Blair or maybe even Wyoming seminary, which is another powerhouse in the preps, there's just so many guys to roll with. There's so it's easier for you to up your level of, you know, wrestling knowledge and, you know, being maybe a little bit tougher, a little bit better condition because it's just a day in and day out practice room where you're going to have more competition. And generally speaking, you know, maybe a little bit better on the coaching end. I, I don't know a lot of public school coaches. I don't, I haven't really talked too much with them, but generally speaking, the prep schools have, have some coaching. Um, not all of them, I wouldn't say, but uh, just, I'd say more the dynamics of being in the room with 10 starters who are ranked in the country versus, you know, you're ranked in your state and there might not be another guy who's even ranked in your state or, or has won your district or your region or your section, whatever those, those, uh, you know, little tournaments are before your states. Yeah. And that, that might answer, <clears throat> excuse me, that might answer coach Brokenshire's question a little bit, but his question was, um, you know, please ask Mario, what makes Blair such a powerhouse and what do they do different daily? So <clears throat> we, we also had, so you have to remember at the time we had coach Buxton. Uh, if you don't know coach Buxton, he's one of the, you know, one of the best coaches in the country and one to me, one of the best technical coaches in the world. I, I've been around some really good people. I, and I got the pleasure and the honor to, to work with him for years and years. And I actually just stopped working with him, you know, since I stopped uh, competing. So I was training under him as an athlete. And then I was actually working at a club 
and coaching with him. So learning every day, learning more and more every day. And, you know, I would, I, I really enjoy the technical side of wrestling. So just coming back to that, when I was at Blair, coach Buxton was the head coach. And I, w- I would almost say it was almost unfair because we had a, a, a world level coach with a, a world level mind to, to teach high school kids. So we had to step up, even if we weren't the greatest high school kids, we still had to step up just because of the knowledge he had. And then if you take into account that we, we also had some of the best guys in the country too. So it's, it's, you know, so that's a couple notches above what you can really get just going into a public school. And that's not a knock on the public school. That's just the way it was set up. You know, it's almost, it's, it's, it's a prep for college and the school setup is a prep for college. So you're ready to go once you get into that, that world, you know, it's not just a regular high school setup. And then you go to college where you're away. It's kind of like, you're already away for the borders. And then you go to college and it's kind of, you're already regimented. You already know how to manage school. And, you know, that kind of stuff is, could be really difficult for, for guys leaving just a regular high school. So you, you have a lot of advantages going to a prep school, especially if they do happen to have a good coach and that, you know, if they're an upper echelon prep school with really good partners as well. So it, it has a lot of benefits. I'd say there are some downsides to, you know, being away from home if you, if you don't bode well that way. But I say that the benefits outweigh the, 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 the not so positive things. What's it like for you now uh, dealing with like the craziness of youth sports and actually coaching in it now instead of, instead of being the athlete? Uh, to tell you the truth, like I, I was kind of mentioning before, it has changed <clears throat> drastically. You know, and, and I try to talk to parents a lot about this because they're like, well, I could pay to go down for a weekend and I can get 15 matches if I go to this dual tournament. But if you don't ever get used to the structure of a regular tournament where you have to win to progress, it's a different mentality because you could lose your first match in a duel, you wrestle again. You lose your second match, you wrestle again. You lose your third match, you wrestle again, you know, so you can continuously wrestle and, you know, it's, it's good for practice, but it doesn't get you in the right mindset for a tournament. Every big event, if you're really looking at it, is tournament style where if you, if you lose, yes, you can wrestle back. Uh, freestyle is a little bit different and I don't, I'm not going to get into that, but freestyle is, is a little different setup. But, you know, if you lose, you might be out of the tournament. So that puts a different kind of pressure on the guy. And, and I'm not saying that you shouldn't be adding pressure to it, but it, it's a different mentality. You have to be ready for that atmosphere. And it's, it's just different than, than wrestling these dual tournaments every weekend. And, and you can wrestle, you can weigh in on a Friday and wrestle on a Saturday or Sunday and not a morning weigh in, which is completely different than you would in an actual tournament, you know, so the, everything changes. So I try to talk to parents about that. And then on top of it, there's just so much available that people are going way over and beyond to the point of really, really breaking down their kids and their athletes because they're doing so much. And it's, you don't need to do that much. You need to have a system. You need to have a plan. You need to have a coach who knows what he's doing to be able to kind of format your schedule for you. And, and that, that stuff is tough to find. And I have been doing, trying to do a better job with my athletes and, trying to tone them down a little bit and not training too much, you know, training the right amount 
and wrestling or the right amount of matches and everybody's different. There's no, there's no set answer. It's, 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 it's going to change from your kid to, you know, the next guy's kid or the next coach's athlete. Every it's going to change. It's never going to be the same format. It's never going to be the, the exact same pattern. You'll have to change it up. So what I would say is it's, it's, it's changing and it's changing rapidly to where there's so much opportunity that everybody wants to seize all the opportunity and not so much have a plan of attack and, you know, maybe stick to one or two coaches where there's more of a system versus going to a hundred camps or, you know, going to five different like club practices with different coaches, you know, and, and that stuff starts to get really hectic and, and kids, you can see when they're worn out and it's yeah, not you know, it's funny. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's funny that you said that because, I was speaking with um, my son's club coach uh, over the phone, um, Coach Palazzo over at CFWA. And uh, the same exact thing that you're saying, he, sa he said to me, he said, people, um, instead of keeping their kid in one place with one coach and allowing that coach to grow them and stay focused, they, they think taking them to 10 or 15 different clubs at a time is helping them. But it's, you know, it may, but it may not because you're being taught a certain way and now you're being taught a certain way and now you're being taught a certain way and you're just confusing the kid. Yeah. Well, I would also say that <clears throat> I don't mind when guys go other places because I know that they don't always have, so some guys might just, they might not be the partners they need, but there's a difference between going to a place where you're going to wrestle a live day and going to a place consistently where you're learning your technique. So if you're going to five different practices and it's all technique stuff or five different coaches for private lessons, everything's going to be conflicting. And I mean, sure. They'll have some philosophies that are the same. You would hope if it's good stuff, but at the same time, you know, you're, you're giving your son or daughter so much information that they're not going to be able to process it all. So at the end of the day, it's actually going to be a waste of time and, obviously a waste of money because you're, you're going to be doing so much. So you're, you're better off finding a good coach, maybe a second one who has a little different eye, but has a similar coaching style to it, or maybe someone who just does their feet, another guy who's on the mat with them, you know, so it's, there's, there's ways you can do it, but again, it's still not four or five different places. It might be one or two and um, you know, maybe one camp, not six camps. One camp because Kel Sanderson and David Keller are there, or you know Jordan Burrows is there, you know. But that's because you want to get in front of some of the best guys to ever do it. It's not so much like a camp. I'm going here. A camp. I'm going here. Another one. I'm doing. Or your two dad. Weeks or your dad likes to vacation in North Carolina, so you go to some camps there. <laughs> Once in a while. <laughs> I think I just snorted when I laughed. That's funny. Um, Man, that's awesome. You know, this is really good. I'm glad I got a hold of you because, I mean, you're actually spitting like some good knowledge. Like people, kids need to hear this and, and understand it. And then um, kids really need to get a hold of. I can't wait till your podcast goes live and stuff. And if you ever want to do it through the Ward Wrestling Live page, let me know. You're welcome to jump on there. Um, uh, that would be fun. And uh, it's just cool, man, to hear uh, another coach, but not just a coach someone that's done it at a high level. I mean, three-time prep champ, three-time Fargo champ, under 23 national champ. It's not like you sucked. You, you know what you're talking about. You were coached by some of the top coaches in our country. So that's awesome, man. I know I got a question before I go through my 10 questions for you. 
Um, I have I have a, a son who's you know only a couple of years, and this year was going to be his first off season learning freestyle a little bit because that's what they do first in the spring. Uh, Absolutely. Obviously, obviously, that didn't happen. Um, have you ever had a kid that that you just wanted them to experience Fargo, but they hadn't freestyled before, but you took them out there anyway and and let them wrestle? So it's a little bit tricky because you have to get on the New Jersey teams in order to wrestle at Fargo. So, but if we backtrack a little bit, let's, let's make it let's smaller scale. I think that wrestling freestyle before we even get into the competition side of it, I think that wrestling freestyle is so beneficial for athletes, especially young athletes, you know, because folks out, we can roll on our back. You know, we can do some spunk wrestling and stuff like that. And in freestyle, it actually teaches you that you have to wrestle a little bit more discipline. You have to be a little bit more traditional. And I'm not saying not being, you know, not doing everything traditional. You don't have to do everything traditional, but it just teaches you a little bit more on the basic fundamental side of things. And that's what's really important about wrestling freestyle. I wasn't a big Greco guy. My dad used to make me wrestle it too, but I didn't really train it. I just would go and wrestle some matches. But freestyle, I think, is is so beneficial for, for an athlete. The other thing I like about it is you get through this grueling season, high school season, maybe if you're a crazy wrestling dad, middle school season. Obviously, the college season is grueling, especially in the Big Ten and just any college season because you're wrestling tough guys. And freestyle for me, and I know for a lot of other guys who I've talked with, it's like a breath of fresh air. It's almost like a little bit different sport and it changes the way you think about things. And, and I think that's a really good aspect of it, especially if you're a guy who doesn't play any other sports. So if you, if you don't have a break, it's, it's almost like a break for your mind. And that's really important too. Your body needs to have a break because it's going to, it's not a machine and even machines after a while, they break down it's the same thing. You know, your, your brain is the same way. If, you, if your brain never gets rested, your body will never fully rest. So that's, that's a problem in itself. So, you know, take a couple of weeks off and then you jump into freestyle. And it's almost like it's a whole new sport and it's a little bit different. And it's, a, it's the practices are different and they're not as grinding and we're not. So it just, it just changes things up and, and it's a lot of fun. But I have a lot of pushback from parents to be honest with you, especially in the coach, in the, the, the club realms, because they're like, Oh, well, college wrestling is folk style. And, you know, high school wrestling is folk style. And how are they going to get a scholarship if, if this and that, and I just tell them it, it's all wrestling, it's all wrestling. So they're going to get better and they need to do these things in order to get better. And that's really important for the, for development. Awesome. Yeah. And, and uh, um, I look forward to him getting an opportunity to learn that. Um, and um, we'll see. We just got to wait for all this to kind of pass, right? And, yeah, uh, absolutely. We'll go for that. Well, hey, man, uh, super awesome knowledge. I mean, I, shit, I was sitting here learning from you. I'm like, damn, okay, well, I got to know this and that. So uh, super awesome, man. I, I really do appreciate it. And uh, <clears throat> I don't know if you've seen any of my shows, but I do 10 questions at the end. So uh, if you're ready, I'm going to hit you with them. All right, let's go. All right. Pork roll or sloppy Joe's? Pork roll. I'm a Jersey guy. Or Panzerati or Jersey cheesesteak? 
I'm going to have to go Philly cheesesteak. Ah, Philly cheesesteak. Boom. There we go. All right. Rippers or Italian hot dog? Italian hot dog. <laughs> Six Flags or Mountain Creek? Ooh, Mountain Creek. Maury's Pier or the Steel Pier? Steel Pier. AC or Jersey Shore? Jersey Shore. Adventure Aquarium or Cape May Zoo? Cape May Zoo. <laughs> uh, the Cape May Lighthouse or the Apsicon Lighthouse? Cape May Lighthouse. Patterson Falls or the Palisades? Palisades. All right. Philly or New York City? Philly. <laughs> I love Philly myself, man. I love them both, but yeah, there's something about Philly, man. I love it down there. Hey, uh, see, I did my research about your hood, man. <laughs> <laughs> I got it all down. Hey, man, good luck to you, uh, your, your, your adult career. Your, uh, uh, I know you went through some injuries, and now you're, you're teaching the youth, and God bless you for that. And, and I'm sure you're going to create a lot of good young men that, that go off and do big things. So uh, anytime you want to you wanna shoot it with me, I'm, I'm more than happy to jump on with you. And uh, like I said, if, if, feel free to, to run stuff through my group, any of your uh, podcast or anything. It's all good stuff for people to see. So uh, that's, that's what I want this to be about. Cool. Yeah, I appreciate you having me on. And uh, now I would love if you send me some of your son's matches too. Check them out. Send you some stuff that I'm thinking about. Just, you know, appreciate having me on. So we could, we could definitely link up after. But, uh, yeah, it's been fun. And guys, I'm, I'm on Instagram. It, my name is it's MM Shot Doc. And there are some of my podcasts posted on uh, IGTV, but we will be trans we will be moving those to another platform soon, hopefully. Uh, so keep keep an eye out for those. And yeah, just appreciate you having me on. Yeah, man, for sure. What I'll do is I'll um, I'll DM you on Facebook. You want me to DM you on Facebook or Instagram? I'll DM uh, you. It doesn't phone. matter. I'll send you my phone number when we get off. All right, cool bet. And, and throw your information in the comments under this and share it and feel free so people can get, get in touch with you. And I appreciate it, man. I really do. Thank you so much. Cool. Yeah, it was awesome. All right. You take and care. Good luck and good luck getting more guys on. Maybe I can help you do that as well. So yeah, please. I'll shoot you a link, share it with your boys. Cool. Thank you so much. Yeah. Take it easy.